today the subject is healthy marriages, families, and relationships. What a coincidence on a day like today. And so, of course, it's a very vast subject, so I'm not going to deal in detail with all of this, but um, I'm glad you asked about this topic. For those of you who are members here, you will remember that one of our values in this church is marriage, families, and relationships. It's one of the things we prize. As I said earlier, earlier, it's not just a nice catchphrase, church is family. We really believe that church is family. We believe that God is first of all a father. And if God is first a father, then the church is first a family. And we honor that value. In Genesis 2.18, when God said, it is not good that man should be alone, he wasn't referring only to the aspect of marriage. I know I like to joke when I do weddings, I say, you know, God created man and he said, oh, not good. You know, then he made Eve and he brought Eve and together he said, oh, very good. And it is true. Us guys without your goals, we'd be lost, man. But whether you're married or not, the fact is we are not created to be alone. Life was not made to be lived alone. You cannot live in isolation. We are made to be together. Life is better together. So God is a God of relationship. In fact, God is a relationship. God has never been alone. Because God is God the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Three persons working so closely together in harmony, in total unity. Now, we don't understand that kind of unity. And so God has put us in relationships to learn to work in relationship because we are going to live forever in relationship with God. He wants us to live in relationship with him forever. And so when we talk about relationships and we live in relationships, when we do this, we're actually being a light to the world. You see the way this thing, the, the world is going? People always fighting, find an excuse to, to have war, to separate, to divide. Jesus said the work of the devil is to steal, kill, and destroy. And he tries to destroy marriages, destroy relationships, destroy families, destroy churches, destroy businesses. The devil is in the destruction, separation business. God is the uniting business, hallelujah. Restoration business. Whose side are you on? What values do you hold? And you see, when, we, when, you, when you go for those things, when we embrace those values, we are being a light to the world and you're modeling life in the kingdom. So right up front, I want to say that to have healthy marriages, families, and relationships, you need to have it as a value. Amen? Marriage must be a value to you. Family must be a value. Relationships must be a value. So the key to healthy relationships is have it as a value. Now, what is a value? Do you value marriage? Do you value family? What is a value? A value is something by which you define yourself and your character and to which you willingly hold as a minimum standard. It is a definition you define for yourselves as you're developing life. There are things you define for yourself. And you hold yourself to it as a minimum standard. The dictionary says that I value or values or principles or standards of behavior, one's judgment of what is important in life. And whatever is important to you is what you're going to defend, is what you're going to fight for. Uh-huh. Look around in your life right now. What you've defended is what's important to you. 
Do you like what you've got so far? And so, as, a, as Christian believers, our values are defined and based on the Bible, the Word of God. You see, people today, they want to redefine everything. The world wants to, to redefine marriage, gender, gender, church, everything. But the Bible is our manual. God created this universe, and the values in the Bible reflect God's character. The universe reflects God's character. The same mouth that said, let there be light, also inspired the prophets and writers of the Bible. The Bible and the universe are in harmony. And when you follow the word of God, you are in harmony with God and in harmony with the universe. And it goes well with you. When you go against the word of God, the whole universe is against you. And that's why human ideas, be they political or moral, when humans come up with these fancy ideas, look around. A few dozens of years, maybe a hundred years or so, and the thing comes down because the whole universe is against everything that is not in line with the word of God. Whatever is not in line with God will not last. The word of God will remain forever. That is why when we do things that align our lives with the word of God, it remains it produces fruit, produces joy. And so we must have value. Values add value to life. So let's start with marriage. For some, marriage is a contract. For some, it is an optional social conduct, a human idea. But marriage is God's idea. In fact, marriage is a value to God. The Bible talks a lot about marriage, but let's look at two verses. Genesis 2:24. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife or cleave to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. God sets the pattern. One man, one woman, leave their parents behind and cleave to each other. They form one unit. They form a decision unit. When a man or woman gets together as husband and wife, the whole family doesn't come along, all right? It's just the two of them. I've seen this. They get together, the whole family comes and the friends and, and, and the bodies think they can still walk into home and go into the fridge and have themselves to beers. Hey, whoa! One man, one woman, one unit. The rest back off. Because now those two need time to develop and to grow their own home. That's the biblical pattern. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. You see, God knows how he has wired us. Us guys, we love some respect, don't we? We, we, we love to believe that God has made us to resolve the world's problems. We love to have our egos rubbed every now and then. So wives do that, rub your husband's ego and let him think he's the, you know. Because we love to be respected. Women are wired to be loved. They can't hear enough. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Us guys, we say, I love you, we mean it. In 10 years time, I still love you. After all, the sort of the guy, you know, they were celebrating their 60th wedding anniversary and, and, and the wife came to the husband and says, oh man, you, 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 you still love me? He said, Fru, I told you 60 years ago I love you. If I change my mind, I'll let you know. <laughs> you see, that's how us guys think. We make a decision, it's done, so we forget about it. Not the woman. She wants to hear it again and again. And so we need, to, we need to learn to love each other the way they are made to be loved. 
And that's why God tells, hey man, love your wife. Tell her you love her. Show her you love her. And woman, respect your husband. I know you can get excited. Just, just, just respect your husband. Amen? Rub his ego now and then. But you see, not only that, but the Bible says that God, the marriage is God's idea. Okay? So if you want to know about marriage, look to the Bible. Don't look to Hollywood. Amen? Marriage is valuable to God. And, 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 and the Bible says that marriage is, is a picture of the relationship between Jesus and his church. So when you, look, when you learn about Jesus and the church, you can learn a lot about marriage from there. The sacrifice of Jesus, how the husband must sacrifice himself. The woman is never called to sacrifice herself. The man is. I should have told you before I did the vows. <laughs> because the woman is to be loved and protected. Not because she's a weakling. She is a weaker vessel in the sense that she's more vulnerable. A woman physiologically is more She's not weaker. If she was weaker, God wouldn't have given her the, 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 the job of having babies. Because I tell you, if men had to have babies, this world would be dead long ago. <laughs> Us guys can't handle pain very well. We, we, it's amazing. We can't stand in front of bullets, but we don't like pain and we can't do that kind of stuff. Women are strong, but they are sensitive. And so man is to protect, woman is to help, and together they form a powerful unit together, which God has brought together. Marriage is not a contract, it's a covenant between a man, a woman, and God. He joins them together and he can keep them together if they will allow him to. There is protection for marriage in the Bible. The Bible says, do not commit adultery. Do not covet your neighbor's wife. Why? To protect marriage. In fact, in the Old Testament, if they caught you committing adultery, you were stoned, you died, man. Aren't you glad Jesus came and took the law away? Otherwise, even many Christians would be dead by now. It is sad, guys. Come on. But we need to talk about these things and realign ourselves, our minds, to the Word of God. Some people say, oh, I, I, I'm having an affair. You're not having an affair. You're committing adultery, adultery you ugly thing. Get out of it. <laughs> and so we need to understand that we need to value as God values that. Are you living together? If you value marriage, get married or break up. I'm glad you got married. <laughs> Amen. Don't play with these things. It has been my joy to help a few couples realize the value of marriage and instead of living together, help them get married. And then when you do that, everything gets better because you're aligning your life to God. That way you are in harmony with the will of God. And you align your life according to his values. You get in harmony with his universe. Do you value marriage? And how are you protecting your marriage? Protect your marriage. Take steps not to fall into sin. Take steps not to get caught up in funny stuff. Protect marriage. What about family? Family was a value to Father God even before the creation. Look what it says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. He chose us in him before the foundation of the world. Before he said, let there be light. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ. God was thinking of family even before he began creating the universe. Because he's a father. 
and family to God is not just a good idea, it's a value. It's important. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. Listen, family is not something we do on earth only, in heaven as well. So our idea, talking about church is family, is not a nice idea, it's a biblical idea, because guess what? When life in this world is over, family continues in heaven. We are gonna be in a family forever. Get used to it. Oh, pastor, but if you only knew the people in my family, that's why God put you in the family. To learn to relate to your family. To learn to relate to people. To learn to relate to one another because we're going to be doing a long relating up there, okay? But you see, because God is in us, we can learn to relate to one another. Amen? Family is important. So God placed us in families to get used to living in family. God has always been a father and family is an eternal concept. So what are some things we can do? Children are to obey their parents. You got some other scriptures concerning family. Children obey your parents in the Lord. It is right. You fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. If your one does not provide for his own and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. There's much more the Bible has to say about family. Children are to obey their parents. It is in the home that children learn to respect authority, not in school. The problems we have in school with violence and bad behavior and children becoming violent towards teachers and one another, folks, that is not a problem from the school. It comes from home. Some people take the children to school or to church and say, there, teach them to behave. No, 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 no. In church, we teach them the word of God. In school, we teach them to read, to write, and science and history. At home, they learn to respect authority. It's the parent's responsibility to teach that. Honor father and mother. The hearts of the fathers should be towards their children. Unfortunately, too many fathers' hearts are more turned to sport or to business or to work than towards their children. Take care of your immediate family. Recognize the authority of family. Value as well your spiritual family. Do you value family? Your family. Your spiritual family. Do you have a spiritual family? The church is very big. It's, it's, it's everybody that believes in Jesus across the world. We are billions. But God puts us in little church families that we can be together, serve God together, encourage one another together. And so we learn about family. Is the Lord perhaps reminding you today of something you should do with your children or as family? Amen. And so obviously, unfortunately, we live in a world where sometimes families do break apart, where sometimes divorce takes place. We're not in a perfect world. But Jesus is still there to help men, to help people continue with life and do life together. So no matter where you are, make sure relationships are happening. Seek God, seek direction, seek his help. And finally then, general relationships. You may be part of a family at this stage of your life or not. However, we should all relate to others, either as family or as friends. 
Genesis 1.27 tells us the following. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. We are all created in the image of God. That makes us valuable. And that makes relationships valuable. Jesus taught us to love God and to love others, even to love our enemies. The word love is the word agape, which means to desire the best for the other. If I love you, I want the best for you. I might not agree with you. I don't have to spend hours with you, but in my heart, I have to want the best for you. I need to be able to pray for you. I need to be able to look at you and say, I see the image of God in you. May God help you. May God bless you. I want the best for you. How can I, can I help you in any way? What can I do? Amen? And so that is what he's talking about in terms of loving one another. And that is possible because the followers of Christ, God has put his love, agape love, in our hearts. We just need to let it flow. What can we do? We can show respect to everyone. Do not be partial. People often show respect to people of their tribe, whatever their tribe is. For some people, their tribe are the people of the same social stand. You know, we're all upper class people, you know, so we all have nice cars and all those people at the bottom, oh, yeah, you know. To some people, their tribe are the people of their own nation or their own language. Other, other people, their tribe is the people of their own skin color, the rest, yeah, you know. So be careful with this kind of stuff. You're causing division. God didn't create us for that. He just said, love one another. He didn't say, love one another if they belong to your tribe. Hmm. And in fact, in fact, the Bible says in Acts 17 that the word of God says that he made from one blood every nation of men. Interesting, God didn't make from from anything else, but from one blood, every nation of men. So no matter what nation, no matter what part of the world you come from, what language you speak, what color your skin is, our blood is one. Do you know, I can travel across the world. I can go to a country where the people have a different color to me, different features to me, a different language to me, different everything to me, and if I need blood, one of those guys can give me blood because you are made out of one blood. Not out of one skin or one language. Out of one blood, God made us all. He loves diversity. He loves the multicolor, multi-everything. And so we are to learn to relate to one another because we have so much in common. Above having one blood, we have the image of God in us. And for that, I respect you. Amen. So let's respect one another. Number two, appreciation and servitude. Appreciate the people around you. Be grateful to them. Be willing to serve others as Jesus taught us to serve. He's our Lord and he served. So we who follow him, let us serve as well. Let's value and protect human life. We live in a day where human life seems to have no value. Laws are passed that you know, practically approve killing people. You know, it's amazing in, in, in so-called, you know, Progressive nations, they pass laws that you can kill babies almost about to be born. It's okay, kill them. Here in South Africa, people will kill you for a cell phone. Life has no value these days. We as people of God, we need to 
value life and teach others the value of life because God's image is in us. And we're gonna be accountable for that. We must always defend human life because life is eternal. It may end on this planet, but continues in eternity. And we must do our best to our people to get close to God so that when life here is over, we can all be together as family relating to one another with Father God forever. Amen? Amen. You can hear more on relationships by going to our website, uh, www.awakenlife.co.za, one word, awakenlife.co.za. Towards the last year, we did a mini-series on relationships, and you can hear there about relating to God, relating to your neighbor, relating to yourself, some good teachings over there. Be alert as well, as later in the year, we have a marriage enrichment evening, and we have some parental teaching as well. But today, remember this. Let marriage, family, and relationships be a value to you. Defend it. Stand for it. Amen? As it is to God. Then be sensitive as the Holy Spirit speaks to you and leads you into maintaining a healthy marriage, a healthy family, and healthy relationships. Amen? Amen? Amen. 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 Enjoy your time together. God bless you.